Waiver Wired is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 or older. What's going on, everybody? Super Wild Card Weekend is over. We are to the divisional round. This is going to be a fun episode today because today's episode is going to be about, whether he realizes or not, Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie had a big, big week last week. We got to kick it off. First of all, Eddie, uh, you gave away a gave away a ring this week. Not a Super Bowl ring, but it sounds like uh, you locked up some of your future there. I did, yes. Um, you know, big weekend. Uh, I, when you say big weekend, I'm thinking, yeah, good, good weekend for my sports teams. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. This was, uh, you know, we'll we, were in, <laughs> we were in Vegas um, together and the plan was starting to come into place. So I knew it. I had a few days in between our return from Vegas to to the, you know, popping the question. So then Thursday night up in the the old Hollywood Hills, uh, I, I did it. And, um, you know, it wasn't one of those things where after almost nine years, you're like, Oh, is she going to say yes or no? I know some people have to go through that. Mine was more the fact that she kind of knew it was on the way and it's been so long and in and, and much deserved. I just wanted him to go to plan and it did. And it was a, a perfect night, uh, which really started off an unbelievable weekend. Yeah. And that's why I want. It was funny because we um, had to move our podcast last week from Wednesday to Thursday. And, and he said, you know, I cannot do um, late on Thursday. And I was like, okay, no problem. We can do early in the afternoon. And now I know why. Yeah, that was he, had a, he had a serious event that night. And I, I, it Jen, made me I so happy. I, I got to say, Jen, us doing that pod when we did and uh, <laughs> Thursdays, for those who don't, you know, follow the EP schedule this closely, uh, Thursday is a little bit of a busier day. You have a bunch of shows going, sometimes our show, some uh, minus three extra points sometimes against all odds a lot of things going on and i was like this is great the more things i have going <laughs> on the more my mind is off that i could uh focus on work and just chat with you about football and having a good time so any distraction was welcome that day but you know the nerves uh you know once i got through it pretty quickly the nerves were gone then i was on to just relax mode enjoyment mode and it was uh it was really nice well, congratulations to you both. Jada you. is amazing. She is a gorgeous, smart woman. You guys have been together nine years, and I think you're going to be very happy. Thank you. Um, happy for both of you. She's very fortunate to have such a great guy. I appreciate but. that. And everyone also reached out. Um, I really, the, the overwhelm with um, all the positive, nice comments. It's it's very, very nice to see that uh, there are some good people out on the internet still and our fans are the best <laughs> and everyone at EP has been awesome to me. So it's been a really, really great stretch uh, just to see, you know, there are, there are, like I said, really good people from our Vegas trip into this engagement. Everyone gets a thumbs up. I feel like a lot of pressure though. We need to win all our bets and our fantasy leagues so you can help pay for the wedding and the honeymoon and all the <laughs> ways away. Ways up. away. Let's just enjoy this. Oh, wait, ways wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. What do you mean a ways away? You already Look, her words on mine. Her to words pop the not question. Mine. Are you buying a couple more years here with the ring? What's going oh, on? Yeah. I definitely think so. I think I think it's definitely not going to be a, a very wait. cool uh, a quick wedding. It's going to be down the road. We have a lot of friends. We're at the age now. We're getting we're getting you know emailed or in the mail every day. Hey, new wedding coming. You know this this month. And plus, some people originally got pushed back from you know during the COVID times. And um, I, I think right now, you know, again, Jada's words on mine. She wants to enjoy this. And you know, we've had a long journey with a lot of distance. You know, in New York to LA and LA to Bakersfield, New York to Boston, this and that. So we're just right now we're chilling. Uh, we're finally together. No roommates or anything. So we're just uh, enjoying this time together. 
Guys, if you want to find out how long you can string it out with a woman, Eddie Murphy is your uh, your idol here. Yeah, he's gonna he's real. gonna make the, this. Is gonna be like fourteen years before they're actually married, and uh, yeah, <laughs> then he'll probably right. do it like somewhere where it's not actually one hundred percent legal. Or he'll do it in Vegas where it can be annulled or something. I don't know. But right anyway, back to Vegas. There you go. Um, but that's not where the good news stopped for you, Eddie. No, uh, your weekend got even better. <laughs> Since, since, you know, this is work on conclusion, Jacob is going to say it. When the Giants upset the Minnesota Vikings, which we did call yeah. last week on this podcast, I was feeling it. You were feeling it. I'm going to give you a second to bask in the glow here. It feels really nice. It feels great. Um, you're right, Jen. We we did pick it. I, I feel like, generally speaking, a lot of people did. People were saying yeah. it was going to be an upset. It was going to be the Giants. Um, I know that our network, a few people did not pick the Giants. Harry included. I'm sorry that his Vikings lost. But I felt pretty good about the game. I thought they matched up really well. The Vikings um, were due to get exposed. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think I you think so. Their, their past events, which we talked about, it really is bad as it gets. And uh, the Giants were healthy at the right time. And it really just comes down to just Daniel Jones playing magnificent football, mistake-free football, scoring touchdowns, not you know waiting for field goals. And um, it was a great win. My heart was pounding the entire time until the clock hit zero. And now we're on to the, you know, the big bad Eagles, number one seed. The team has had right. a number for quite some time, but you know, we'll get into, down the road. But uh, for right now, for the next few days, I am really going to enjoy this victory. From a four-win team to then winning your first-round playoff game as an underdog is pretty great. As far as fantasy is concerned, I mean... I took the over on the Daniel Jones rushing prop. He mm -hmm. smashed it. Of course. Yeah. Um, he's looking interesting to me. You know, the things that Brian Dable have done as a Cowboys fan, I have to say, like, I look at all the remaining coaches and our coach kind of comes up looking like that, you know, he drew the short straw, right? Mm -hmm. I'd rather have a Dable. I'd rather have a Sirianni. That being said, I'm not, you know, rooting against my Cowboys. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. Um but Daniel Jones, you know, are they going to give him the bag or are they going to put the give him the tag? Oh, I mean, I think the tag would put him probably in a, the, the stratosphere in terms of the the pay level. Obviously, you get the mm -hmm. average of the top, you know, five of the position, whatever it is. Uh, I think he I don't think he deserves a tag. I think he deserves a deal because of he's been playing so well when it counts. And, yeah. you, you know, people are now realizing like. Oh, wait, quarterbacks actually do play better if they have a really good coach and they have a, a stable uh, organization and they, they're adding pieces in the draft of free agency that helps you getting back a healthy Saquon Barkley. Who would have thought that would have helped? Who would have thought that uh, Andrew Thomas becoming an all pro left tackle would have helped or drafting a guy like Evan Neal who's struggling, but he'll be great by, you know, in a year or two. Like this thing's matter. Look, Mike Kafka getting a bunch of uh, interview requests for a head coaching job like this stuff matters. You're not supposed to go in the draft and go, well, we'll find our Patrick Mahomes. It's not that easy. Teams don't do that. I mean, us in fantasy definitely know that where week in, week out, we see that how it is, how hard it is to gauge quarterback, especially this year. And I think that Daniel Jones is finally putting it together again, not turning the ball over, using his legs when he has to and making teams that have poor pass defense pay. And he's, I mean, the no look passes and just being super smooth out there. He feels in control and it's a great feeling and he deserves, um, you know, he bettered himself. And the Giants said, no, we're going to see how you play this year. They declined his option and he bettered himself and he's having a fantastic fantastic season and it couldn't have happened to a better guy. He's so easy to root for. I would drop as much money as need be to, to keep him around, not see him go somewhere else because that guy deserves it. A few players did that this year, including Josh Jacobs, right? He, he was like, you know what? I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. He didn't find um, Lamar Jackson, maybe a different conversation, but we only have an hour for our podcast. So <laughs> we probably won't get into that today. Isaiah Hodgins looks like someone we should keep our eyes on. 
for next season as a potential value. A lot of times people stop watching when it comes to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has been a favorite target of Daniel Jones. He looked great. He had a monster game last Sunday. Let's see what he does this week versus the Eagles, a much tougher, you know, defense. But I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Jones looks to him often. Um, I'm with you, Jen. Isaiah Hodgins is a guy that the Bills will probably kick themselves for letting him go. Not that they desperately need a receiver, but a guy that has great hands, a big body. Mm -hmm. um, he's just doing the right thing. So he, you know, in that game, that one catch he had going on the out route where it should, uh, most receivers would have dropped it. He just snagged it. And again, going against mostly Patrick Peterson, uh, you know, a guy that's a potential Hall of Famer next week. Obviously, you just mentioned the Eagles potentially against Darius Slay. Two tough matchups. Daniel Jones throughout the season is kind of, uh, at certain points changed who his primary guy was. A lot of points, it was Darius Slayton. A lot of points, it was Richie James. Um, even some point, Dalen Bellinger before the eye injury. Isaiah Hodgins, who popped up midway to the later part of the season, really became the guy. And he's the one guy out of all that those receivers that I mentioned, you could say, I think he actually has a the chance of having, to be a legitimate receiver in this league. And I think for going into next year, obviously the Giants probably will more uh, add more pieces, uh, more weapons to help Jones out. But I, I definitely think he's got to be on your fantasy radar. And obviously, Saquon Barkley is a stud. Um, we're going to get into our fantasy playoff team shortly, but I want to stick a little bit more on um, last week's games versus this week's games to kind of yeah. give you some ideas of how we're reading them, how we're thinking about maybe some player props and DFS plays and our, our playoff lineups. So um, I'm going to give you the spreads for all of the games, Eddie. And then I want you to tell me, because we picked a good upset last week, who your favorite, if there's an upset, and I understand maybe favorites will all win. But who you would pick for your upset pick this week? All right. So we've got the Jaguars who are eight and a half point underdogs to the Chiefs. The Giants are seven and a half point dogs to the mm -hmm. Eagles. Bengals, five point dogs to the Bills and Cowboys, three and a half point dogs to the 49ers. So money line upset, no points. If one, if you're getting picking only one team, yeah. who is it this week? That changes uh, the question dramatically because when you're getting the points, Jen, I can yeah. almost be talked into a number of teams here. Um, I think with money line, um, and it's this is probably no shock if you've been listening to the sound of my voice or or even your voice on this show, but I've said it before. Minus three, anyone that wants to listen to me, I picked the Bengals in the preseason. That was my Super Bowl pick, and you know the the Bills' defense has not looked super sharp. I mean, I, I don't know your thoughts on this, Jim, but if two or Teddy B played in that game, we may be talking about a Bengals versus Dolphins matchup. I, so I like the Bengals in this game. I think that there's a legitimate shot they win this game um, by more than a score. I think this they could you know if Joey Burrow gets hot. Their, their offense is potent. Bill's defense has not been great. Like I mentioned, it's a lot no of just Josh, Josh Allen, no Von Miller that without him, I mean, he was the real Jenga pieces Dave likes to use. And um, Josh Allen's been trying to do everything, but it was just a sloppy game, not the game you expected from the bills. And I know the Bengals did play a close one versus the Ravens, but you almost kind of expected that in division team. And I think this one is going to be more loose. I know it's going to be in Buffalo, but I like the Bengals to win this one. All right. Well, I would say that I, I do not disagree. And in fact, my lock of the week, if I'm giving like a lock bet of the week has to be Bengals plus five. Like, how are we getting sure. plus five points for the Bengals? They were 12 and five against the spread this season. Mm -hmm. They're just continually disregarded. And I agree. Like we saw them get out in front, even in that, in that shortened game that we didn't get the whole, you know, week 17 result from S listen, Sal, you would not have won that game. That being said, um, Joe Burrow did get out in front early and the Bengals only have 
lost a game they were leading, given up a lead one time this year. So, I mean, it obviously is a very small sample size, but the Bengals, uh, they could do this. I easily see this. As you mentioned, the, the bills have been just squeaking by lately. Yeah. Barely got out. Did they were favored by 13 and a half versus a third string quarterback. They won by three. Um, now there's a part of me that says that the whole Demar Hamlin thing is going to be working for them, the energy, but now, you know, Joe Burrow's got a lot of energy too, and they're looking to repeat as AFC champs. They're on a nine game win streak. So I think this is going to be a great game. That being said, I think if I'm picking this week, I am taking every underdog plus points. Everyone. I, I, I'm with you. The board. Jaguars plus eight and a half. Cheese allowed the most passing touchdowns this year. 33. They allowed 33. Um, yes, they allow, they have a lot of pressures on the quarterback. That just means Trevor Lawrence is probably going to scramble. I'm taking the over on his rushing prop. I'm taking the over on one and a half passing touchdowns. I think the Jaguars are going to surprise us. Their defense isn't better. I'm not saying they win, but I do think they can come within eight and a half. I do think that's possible. The Giants, again, Eagles, it, 100%. Look, they smashed the Giants when they started their starters and the Giants started their starters. But I don't think this is the same team. And even though Jalen Hurts is off the injury report, I don't buy it. So unless Jalen Hurts is 100% healthy, yeah, I think the Giants can get within a touchdown. I don't know that they can win it, but I'm taking the points. Bengals already talked about. And now we're going to get to my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just a quick echo. Uh, all your things you just said, I totally agree with. Uh, the the Jaguars kind of they they must know they skated. They got really lucky, and they're gonna they, they come out. You know, not I don't see a four reception half from uh, Trevor Lawrence again. And we know the story of the the Chiefs being at home right. and covering. It's um, they're they're gonna give up some points. I, I still think yeah. the Chiefs will will win the game, but I definitely think they'll right. keep it within that. The Giants, the Week 14 game, the huge loss to the um, to the Eagles. They were missing Xavier McKinney. They were missing Leonard Williams. They're missing a bunch of guys so yes it was their starters but they weren't as healthy as they were now i think also daniel jones is playing a way different version way of football so yep. uh, i do think it'll be a close game in that one i'm also with you even jeff schwartz said it too that he thinks that jalen hurts shoulder is still messed up and he was just on minus three talking about that and i don't think it's a good sign when your coach brings that up so yeah off the injury report still injured and um the the Bengals, i like them on the money line and then your team which we're going to get into now uh, i said i love them in a blowout versus the buccaneers that one to me i did not buy in the tom brady nope. Uh, at home and 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 like he just was not playing good football and when the Cowboys are on they're very good and look Brock Purdy great story undefeated right now stuff like that doesn't last in the NFL uh, a team will figure you out he is a so, rookie quarterback there's no track record of a rookie winning a Super Bowl the Cowboys yes they're they're of course they're flawed people like to make fun of McCarthy but that spread is too little and I, I like the Cowboys at the points so a couple things here first off um I said to Parley Kid, actually, we were talking in Vegas. He's like, what about our Cowboys, Jen? I was like, you know what? I'm hopeful. I think he, they got it out. They had their crap game in week 18, and now they're going to be fine. They got it out of their system. They looked terrible. Now, do we need to find a kicker? <laughs> That's certainly a question we could debate. But they, you know, they got it out. They looked absolutely dominant. Now, yeah, the Tampa Bay Bucks aren't a great team. Look, they were a losing team in the postseason that had a home field advantage, but they still had the GOAT, right? They still have Tom Brady, who looked sad, just sad in general. Um, they couldn't stop 
they, they got so much pressure on Tom Brady and that's what the Cowboys can do now, you know, concerns about Jayon curse, you know, injuries, things like that. That being said, I don't think we should discount also the narrative that this will be payback potentially for the Niners eliminating the Cowboys last year in the wild card round. Right. So there's a, there's a lot going on here. Um, and you're right about Brock Purdy to your argument earlier about how getting the right system around a quarterback makes a qu- quarterback better. Brock Purdy has been amazing in what could be considered maybe a foolproof offense. That being said, I still think he's made some better plays than Jimmy Garoppolo would have made. I actually really like Brock Purdy. I think he's not getting enough credit, but he's still an inexperienced quarterback of all the quarterbacks in the postseason. Dak Prescott is the oldest 29 years old. This is wow. a young guard. Right. Um, Dak Prescott is the better quarterback. If you're just talking about who's the better quarterback, it's Dak Prescott. Sure. They both have phenomenal defenses. Um, And so I just think it could go any way. I really do. And so I'm taking the points and I am really sick and tired. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm sick and tired of people coming at me if I'm happy and I say, go Cowboys. And I am not an obnoxious Cowboys fan. I I think I'm pretty sure I'm not one of the more obnoxious Mm -hmm. Cowboys fans. I'm just a Cowboys fan. That's who I root for. People coming at me about like, oh, they're so terrible. Don't worry. They're going to, they're so bad. They're going to get annihilated by the, enjoy it now. Can't you just be like, hey, congratulations. I'm sick of that. And so I'm so tired of it that now I really want the Cowboys to come out and stomp at the Niners. And I had picked the Niners. I picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. But now that they're facing the Cowboys, I retract my pick. I want it to be the Cowboys because you Niners fans are nasty. Yeah, Jen, uh, I'm I'm with you completely. You know, uh, the Dak thing, hearing that Dak is the oldest quarterback, he's 29. That, that is so wild to think about. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, th- there's a reason why there's, you know, only this that 72 Dolphins undefeated, obviously, the Patriots until the Super Bowl versus the Giants. Like teams, like stretches like this don't really happen. The NFL, just a team always figures it out. That's why everyone always says any given Sunday. And I That's think right. the Cowboys... You know, the 49ers were bad uh, pass offense. Obviously, they rotated through three different quarterbacks this year. I think they were like 13th in pass offense around there. Obviously, they were top 10 in rush offense. Well, I mean, yeah, no, that's the thing. You can beat their secondary. Yeah. And And so if if we can, if we can, you know, not lean too much on the run game, if we can figure out a way to get creative, I think Pollard will be active in the passing game, too more yep. Pollard than Zeke, then yeah, you can and, beat their secondary. And we've got CeeDee Lamb, we've got T.Y. Hilton, we've got we've got options. That's my point. And I think that, look, if the Niners defense, great defense, decides we're going to stop one, we're going to stop the Cowboys rushing attack. Well, I could I trust Dak and the passing offense to win this game. Do we know that if McCaffrey and company, you know, running the ball, if they're shut down completely by Dallas, do we know that Brock Purdy is going to be able to pick apart this Cowboys defense en route to an NFC title game? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No one has an answer yet. So, and I, I, but I am going to trust the guy, like you said, the, the, the veteran, the, the oldest quarterback in the playoffs, the guy that, uh, you know, has the very talented receiving group. I trust Dak in a spot over Brock Purdy. And again, this is not take away from what Brock, Brock Purdy probably played himself into a starting role. But it's the players oh. are a different animal. And I, I just think if somebody wants to tell me, like we just said before, take all the underdogs and the points, I, I think it's a smart move. I think all the games going forward will be close. I don't think we're going to see any more blowouts. I think I don't either within a score, eight points, like in, in that range. I agree. Um, and I love it. I'm totally here for it. I think this is going to be a really fun. There's so many great storylines in this postseason. I think it's it's phenomenal. So, um, yeah, I guess I would then I would now say my pick for the upside set is officially the Cowboys, which, by the way, actually pays the least 
for a money line upset. So maybe Las Vegas agrees with me. Looks like Caesar Sportsbook might agree with me here. Um, we shall see. But I'll just tell you right now before I put in my arcade picks. I'm just taking the underdogs and the points because I think these are going to be close games. And we were completely simpatico because we both went three and three last week. I mean, so two underdogs pulled off the upset, but three favorites failed to cover. Is that right? Yeah, I believe the only ones who cover the Bengals did not cover the Bills did not cover. And uh, the um, who's the other game that I'm missing? The because uh, the the obviously the Seahawks first half were close. To yeah, I mean, the Niners. the Niners blew out the Seahawks and the Cowboys. It was like an 18 and 17 point difference. So those sure. two games were the biggest annihilations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the um, the, the Chargers, Jacks, Jacks Chargers, which right. I mean, the, the first half, uh, you know, that that will look like great. Easy win here. Um, they flipped it around. That was the strangest, one of the strangest games. That was so upsetting. I've ever seen <laughs> or lo- like it's between the total collapse uh, right off the bat for Trevor Lawrence and their offense, four turnovers. The charges look great. And then the weird stuff with the ref and, and, and Joey Bosa. And then just the way, I mean, what a strange game. Um, I would have liked a Chargers chiefs. I think everyone probably would have liked the Chargers chiefs matchups. I do think there was a chance that the Chargers could get hot. And I think Herbert could have beaten maybe Mahomes. I don't feel as confident in the Jaguars. I do think they'll cover though, but what a weird game. But yeah, we both won three and three. Obviously uh, we were on the giants to the upset win uh, to win outright. That was a good one, but uh, you know who the real winner is here this weekend. Waffle House. I mean, oh, when was the last uh, time we talked this much about Waffle House? A Trevor so. Lawrence celebration there. Yeah. yeah. He, he, you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his career. Seems like that, that's a defining moment in his career. He struggled throughout the season, um, played pr- a pretty good stretch of football near the end of the season. Then the way like they got in the playoffs was strange. I didn't love them in this game because of that. And they started off the same way. They kind of finished that last game versus the Titans. And um, like I said, I, I think this week of practice, they're like week, Basically everything we did do the opposite in that first half of the game, but the chiefs at home they're they, they're not that great at home. So it, it should be, you know, like you said, between uh, eight, eight and a half point game. I think I like the over for Christian Kirk receiving yards. I like the over for Trevor, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think it's 25 and a half rush, uh, uh, one and a half passing touchdowns. I want the over there. Um, yeah, I'm taking Jack. So everything lines up for it for them. Mm-hmm. If they're going to be playing from behind, um, you know, so anyway, I, I'm, I'm there with that. I think it's going to be a great weekend. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. Have you been betting with the Caesars Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 and older only, offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of a qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit is $1,250, must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to a Within seven days after qualifying wager settled.
titles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier Casino, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan? Call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, that's 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, as far as our fantasy teams go, let's let's stop there. So we are technically, full transparency, we are technically in fourth place in our extra points playoff league, but we're like fractions of a point behind Harry. So I'd say we're like tied for third. Yeah, we, um, are, we are at um, 174.3. Uh, Harry is at 174.7. So we were a point yes. four behind Harry and honestly, not that far away from covering glory in second place. We're only um, seven points behind Toby there. Uh, Martin has a pretty nice lead in first place. He's at 212. But so um, this is my only reason um, that I might not want the Cowboys to win. And that's because, you know, Martin, if 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 the Bengals upset and the Cowboys upset, then Martin could be winning this league just right there because he picked Burrow and Prescott. Only mm-hmm. good news is so did we in our big money league, Eddie, we're doing yep. quite well over yes. there yes. Uh, again. So we took, we took Prescott, we took Burrow. We're getting double points this week. And a little bit, we're going to go make our substitutions because we did lose a few players because we had to take a player from each team. So sure. now we get to make some replacements and that's going to be a fun debate here in a minute who we pick, but we, we have a good start. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that. And, you know, and to go back to our, our league, if people are following our extra points league, you know, it's it's one of those things where every decision we made, I don't feel bad about. So, like, mm-hmm. right now we're, you know, a fraction away from third place, pretty close to second place. We're right in striking distance. Uh, we have a lot of guys left. We have our, uh, some, you know, big, big name dudes. Big names Tra- left. Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts left. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. I mean, you could say the only 
bad output we really had. Justin Jefferson did not expect that. And uh, Tyler Lockett. But again, yeah. it was like, it's a coin flip between DK or Tyler Lockett. Lockett's probably the more consistent guy in, in you know, the first half. I thought, wow, this is a game. Maybe that uh, the, what the Lockett pick will be pretty good, but look, you still, every, everyone else uh, for us performed CD lamb, Saquon Barkley. Um, so I'm pretty happy with our Josh and Allen. Even though so. Justin Tucker didn't do a lot for us, it, it created space for us to use Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley, exactly. which turned out great. So I'm really glad we made that last minute change. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked through that and that was the right thing to do. So hopeful that, yeah, this is who we have remaining on our team for those keeping track at home. We still have Josh Allen. We have Saquon Barkley. We have Christian McCaffrey. We have Jamar Chase, Evan Ingram. Um, we lost Austin Eckler. We still have CeeDee Lamb. We lost Tyreek Hill. We lost Jefferson. We lost Lockett. We lost Tucker. We still have Jalen Hurts and we still have Travis Kelsey. And we lost the pathetic Tampa Bay defense, which did nothing for us. Yep. Um, but that being said, there was nobody else I really wanted. And there was no one else that was really great. Mike Evans, I guess, was the best, but wasn't. No, I think we made the right great. move there. We don't have to worry about no. that. We 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 didn't really burn any. Look, we have both our quarterbacks right. going forward. Uh, we have uh, two running backs going forward. We have both. Uh, we have a, what do we have? Three receivers going. Our two receivers going. We have Travis Kelsey, and we kept Ingram now too. So uh, I feel really good about yeah. our team, and uh, no no complaints whatsoever. But it's it's fun. Uh, Martin has a really big lead. Toby back in the mix like he was last year. I believe Harry was solid last year. So. Uh, you know, it's a good final uh, top four right now. Didn't Sal also roll with Dak? I'm really, I'm really impressed by the people that rolled with Dak. I guess we did. Yeah, he did. He has Dak and he has Mahomes. So, mm -hmm. oof, that team that could be a powerful one. Uh, we got to keep an eye on them. They're technically behind us now, but wouldn't take a lot for them to catch up right now. So this is very competitive, very competitively, and it's. I mean, it's hard not to be, I guess, when you have the parameters, like there's only so many choices you can make. Right. So I have a feeling this is going to end up being pretty close, but whoever made the biggest difference, which, which probably it could be who has Dak Prescott, but we shall see. Luckily we don't have Brock Purdy. So, and, and for you, I'm sorry that you sort of have to root against your giants for yeah. our um, fantasy team, but that's what's great about doing fantasy postseason, uh, you know, leagues, people. If you want to join a league and you, your team is in it, even if your team loses, you could still root for the players and the opposing team <laughs> as they continue and hopefully win your league, win you money, win you bragging rights. That is the, the beauty of this. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts smokes the Giants. It's like, well, you know what? We're moving on to the NFC title game with him and uh, it gives us points. So let's jump over to our NFC team, which looks pretty good. Um, let me give you what we have there. We have Joe Burrow. We will be getting double points for Joe Burrow's game this week. We have Dak Prescott. We'll be getting double points for Dak Prescott. Now we have divided uh, allegiances here because we have Josh Allen in our extra points league who we really need to advance. And we have Joe Burrow in our uh, NFC league who we would really like to advance. So, you know, either way we've been here, I guess. Yeah. We're getting double points for Joe Burrow. We're getting double points for Dak Prescott. We're getting double points for Christian McCaffrey. We lost Austin Eckler, so we got to grab a running back. Uh, we get to keep Travis Etienne, who's going to get double points, who I like again Great. this week. Uh, we get to keep, we have AJ Brown, who's going to get double points this week in his first game. We have Stephon Diggs, who's going to get double points this week. We lost Justin Jefferson. Uh, we get to keep Saquon Barkley, who gets the double points. And we lost the Ravens kicker and the Buccaneers defense. So let's talk running back. Who would we like in this spot? Let me give you some options we're allowed to take. Joe Mixon, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, Zeke, Jarek McKinnon. Um, 
that's probably all we would want to consider. And I don't think we want to go as far as Devin Singletary. Right. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Man, I... Hmm. I don't... I know the Giants, you know, their, their rush defense all year hasn't been great. But I'm not sure if I think Miles Sanders is the one to make them pay. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really would love to i just wish i mean look in the cowboys uh tampa game zeke really couldn't get anything going tony pollard clearly yeah. is the guy so i think out of the dallas backfield we'd have to probably side with tony pollard i think so um but then you know when when i see Mixon, i'm thinking well if i believe in my super bowl pick and them to advance it's like he's also a guy that could be there for the next you know we would give a, a ton of multiplier but we could get jamar chase as a wide receiver instead oh because we can only have add one more from Cincinnati. Right. So that limits it. So think about that as opposed to here's an idea, just the thought. It's between Pollard to me, I think. Definitely. And Jarek McKinnon. Okay. Because I'm not sure that there's any other person from Kansas City that I would slot in here. Like, I don't think there's a receiver I trust. We've already got Kelsey. But the Jags have actually allowed a whole the like an 82% catch rate to running backs who catch. And I'm wondering if if Mahomes goes on, mm-hmm. which we think he probably will. I think so. If McKinnon might have a good day. So to me, I do also like Miles Sanders as an option potentially. Yeah. Because he did have one really good game versus the Giants. That being said, the last couple games he's been shut down. Right. So I eh. Yeah, and the, um, Giants, the Giants did a fairly good job against um, Dalvin Cook. There was no really big. That's uh, right. I so, think they only allowed like sixty-seven ground yards or something. Like right, right. They, they clamped down. I, I'm with you on Pollard. I think the McKinnon thing. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, because again, this is going against our picks of we think it may be close. But let's just say there is a Chiefs blowout. Um, they're going to be setting the ball the rest of the the rest of the game. That could be points for for Jeremy McKinnon. I feel like the Chiefs are constantly. Uh, you know, always inside the red zone, always inside the five yard, and they could maybe catch one of those shovel passes from Patrick Mahomes. So that's not a bad, that's not a bad pick either. I think now that you say that, and, we, and then we would lose out on Jamar Chase, and just because of the coin flip between you know the Zeke or Pollard, which kind of lead back would it be? The Chiefs may make sense here. All right, let's pencil in uh, Jarek McKinnon. All right. Okay, because then that will show us what else is locked out. So now moving to wide receiver, we have a wide receiver, a kicker, and a defense to replace. That's all we have left. Okay. But here are options that we're allowed to add. Um, They're good. Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins, Christian Kirk, who I think is going to have a big game this week. I just don't know that he advances. Debo Samuel, who's a beast last week. Brandon Ayuk, uh, George Kittle, Zay Jones. All these people can go in this because it's a wide receiver tight end. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Who do we like? Wow. We got a pick of the litter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, is it now gambling on the receiver you think will advance? I think so. Because then we get the double points. But then again, maybe not. Maybe like one huge game is worth more than two crummy games. Right. Yep. See, a lot of strategy in this, folks. Uh, This is man. This is tough. Um. Yeah, Debo is intriguing because of how much he can do. Um, he just like he's just the perfect utility type player. But right. knowing, knowing Jamar Chase is out there, and I just can't see the Bengals winning without Jamar Chase having a big game. They're they're gonna have to score a ton of points because the, the Bills are gonna put up points. Um, ah, but yeah, but C.D. Lamb is like he is the guy. <laughs> yeah, this is this yeah, is the, the hardest the, one of all time. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, this is really tough. 
it's hard. Now we already have Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, and AJ Brown and Saquon Barkley. Okay. So we have a pretty stacked team. I I'm a fan. Yes. Um, so yeah, Chase Lamb, <laughs> Higgins, Debo. I think it's between Chase Lamb and Debo. That's what I would say. That's really hard. Well, we've got Dak Prescott. Did we go for the stack? We we risk losing them both if they lose, but if they win, we've got a stack. Or we can or we can divide our losses, right? We can hedge and take Debo. I, I feel like I'm leaning towards Debo. Okay. I'll do it. Debo over Chase. Because we're doubling down. We're stacking if right. we use Chase. Uh, I'm I'm cool. But we also that. have Stefan Diggs, so we have that hedged a little bit. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm cool with Debo. I just think he just brings so much to it. I just I, I know Is he healthy. I feel like he's never fully healthy, but I I, I, I'm not even, I'm not opposed to I just, again, I just don't see a game where the Bengals, like I just, the Bengals are not going to win a 17, 13 game. It's going to be in the thirties. I could definitely see Jamar chase either eclipsing hundred yards or having a touchdown at the very least. I just can't see them winning without him having a monster game, Me too. but, but I just, but Debo is just a, such a constant factor in that offense. And mm-hmm. again, this is a young quarterback has to rely on his playmakers. And I just feel like Debo will be, um, such a factor in that game. So I, I'm, I'm fine with them and it's not take away from lamb either. I, I think, like I just said before, mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys can be in this game because they're pass offense. So, so oh, chase man. and stack with burrow or Debo and divide the risk with Dak. I think maybe just to, just to avoid any future risk. I think we maybe slide with Debo. All right. Debo it is. Sorry, Dak. I think also for those who are listening and want to do, you know, player pro, I also would not be shocked if all three of those guys have great games, all three score a touchdown. Like I could see that happening. I think again, when you're dealing with guys who are at this level of being great, um, you pretty much not going to have that much of a drop off from one or the other, unless one has an all time game, but this is the playoffs. You don't really see as much of that. Everyone kind of keeps it tight. So let's go to a defense next. The lowest game total of the week is Cowboys Niners. Um, here's another option. We can take the Dallas defense or the Niners defense, and that might also help shed light on that position. Mm-hmm. We're obviously not taking the Dallas kicker. That, that <laughs> no, we can't have a kicker with the yips. I mean, that's an all time. Uh, I felt, I felt miserable for him because he's, he statistically, he's a good kicker, great from distance, but man, that, that's just like, you see it in golf. You see it in sometimes with hockey goalies. Like you I mean, you get the yips bad and, and Brett Maher got that. So definitely no Dallas kicker. Um, I I think definitely Dallas or San Fran's the move. I think. I mean, do we get? Oh, right now we can't use San Fran because we're using Debo. So if we oh, use San Fran, we got to okay. ditch Debo. Okay, I don't. I don't think I would do that. Even though how great their defense is. So um, then we'll go Dallas. But they, they, I mean, Dallas is. You guys can. You have. You know. You obviously sacks interceptions are great. So I think Dallas is definitely good at that, and I'm, I'm fine with that pick. Otherwise, we can go Jaguars, Bills. I, uh, Giants, uh, definitely not Jags. The the we Bills. Can go Bengals, and hope Josh Allen throws a few interceptions. Or uh, yeah, Josh Allen tries to jump over the goal line, and then uh, Hubbard takes it all the way to the house. Yeah, that'd be another good one to get that again. I I just feel like maybe this is uh, the Cowboys turnover prone defense. Brock Purdy makes a couple of mistakes this game. It could happen a strip sack from Parsons or or um. Hey. Dallas defense it Lawrence. is. I feel I don't know why I feel good about that. I think that one will be a tight game. And you know what? If they advance, it could it could pay off for us. All right. And then finally we need a kicker. 
And here are our only options. Bills, Giants, Jaguars, Bengals, Eagles. Hmm. Evan McPherson was good to us last McPherson year. McPherson was good. He was, when we originally we were building our loyal. teams, I did put McPherson um, written down. Wouldn't be, you know, Gano very accurate too. Great yep. kicker. Wouldn't be against Gano. that. But uh, also good reverse. And they it. could, he could, they could have to kick a lot of field goals if, if this week, if Philadelphia is tough. It's possible. Um, I mean, if you want to just keep the multiplier, I feel safe about the Bengals than I do the Giants. Although the Eagles, uh, you know, if you want to get a bunch of points against the Giants, because the Giants seemingly give up 60 plus yard field goals every few weeks, um, that's definitely a team to pick. I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with McPherson if we want to go that route, if that's the best option. It still gives us room to use Jamar Chase next week if they advance. Okay. You want to do that? I'm fine or with Or do you want to go with Eagles? Because all we have is A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah. We could get the multiplier that way, too. That's probably the safest bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, we'll go Eagles. I don't know, though. Should we be loyal? He he won us last year. He did. I mean, we had a massive multiplier with him. I am picking them to, to advance, but... All right. But I, I also know that, you know, the Eagles are probably a safe bet to the, the second biggest favorite. Um, and what's the what about the kicking conditions? Like the weather yeah. situ- situation in Buffalo and the weather situation in Philadelphia. That's a good question. That's what we need. We need to know. We got to think about who could potentially be in a dome, who could be inside, who could be outside. Um I'll tell you what, we better look that up. We should have done I'm, our I'm research. Looking, I'm looking right now. Let's see if I could find something quickly here. Um, I Wild feel like card if we, week, if we had uh, weekend weather. I feel like if we there was a huge storm coming through, people would have known. Um, yeah. It seems like, you know, Buffalo, Saturday, Sunday, 33 degrees, 36 degrees, um, 40% chance of snow on Monday no. on Sunday. Sorry. So it looks like the snow is coming. Snow and winds could affect Buffalo. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. So Philadelphia it is. All right. There you go. Thank you. Weather. There we go. Done. Safe. All right. That's what we're going with. I got to go do my other leagues that are not doing quite as well, but are, are still good. It's hard. Cause until you get the multiplier, the second week, you get two times points for anybody that had a buy. So you can't really see where you are with the others until all those players play. Right. But I just like the fact that we're going to get uh, good points for Burrow and Prescott um, this week. Oh, yeah. I, I feel I, I love that we one team at certain players and one of the other players, the multiplier. We I mean, we were good at mapping that out last uh, last year. I mean, hopefully this, this continues again this year. Um, you know, we'll see if our, our picks are right here and game picks, which leads into our player picks. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is it, regardless. It's fun. I'm having a great time doing this, enjoying the games. But uh, yeah, we, it would be nice to really win and pull this one off. It would be great. OK, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I want to talk really briefly before we wrap up because our podcast is called Waiver Wired. Who was your best waiver wire ad of the year this year? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, you know, I would say at times I, you know, would rotate through quarterbacks in one league, especially with like, you know, popping in Jared Goff. If, yeah. like, you know, Dak was down and he was injured, Aaron Rodgers had a couple of whatever games. So I think quarterback was Couple. a strange year. Um for our quarterbacks, we, we expected a lot of the high-end guys to be great, and they were not. And a lot of guys we did not expect much from, they were actually pretty good. Um, I would say, you know, the Carolina Panthers running back, whether you Hubbard, I, mostly Dante Foreman was a great ad mm-hmm. um, for a lot number of weeks there. He was a guy that put up a, a big chunk of numbers. Um, uh, trying to think what else we had here. At receiver, I mean, depending on the week, if you slaughtered in, uh, I have before, like Darius Slate in a couple of weeks was always a good ad uh, earlier on, especially I believe he did leave the Giants in receiving yards. So he was a good one. Um, those are the ones I could think of top of my head that really, really gave me a boost there. I would say for me, uh, Justin Fields was mm-hmm. amazing. I, I back your play of uh, Jared Goff because one of the best things about Jared Goff, in my opinion, was because his road splits, his home road splits are so dramatic. You could even kind of tell when to start it. Right. It, it was just yeah. was easy, right? Mm-hmm. Geno Smith was another one that was on oh, that yeah. waiver wire. And at some point, so was even Trevor Lawrence at running back. Um, Jerk McKinnon for the playoffs. I didn't get him, but for whoever else did, congratulations. Wide receiver Garrett Wilson was great. Uh, Christian Watson was great. Zay Jones. And I think a tight end, it was Evan Ingram, who we talked about a lot of times. And finally, mm-hmm. he really paid off down the stretch. Cole Komet, also really, really great. Yeah, but, Cole, Cole Komet, I, I did pick up too. And yeah, for the I would just name people that I personally picked up, not people yeah. in other leagues. But yeah, that yeah. Cole Komet was great. For me, it was um, Zay Jones, like personally, Zay Jones, Christian Watson, and Justin Fields were the three waiver route people that actually helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, advance to the playoffs in my league. So yeah. Um, great year, great year, crazy year. I uh, don't think it's going to be the same, but one interesting thing is when I went back, I was expecting, I was kind of reviewing and I was expecting, remember at the beginning of the year, we were talking about how it was so much more valuable to have a wide receiver. Went back, running backs evened out. Really? Yep. Running backs evened out as far as PPR leagues. Uh, Austin Eckler had more points than the top receiver, you know, like it, it, it evened out. So it's really just about getting your picks right. And I know that it's different in football because we feel like it's every week is so important. Um, quarterback was still weird. That yeah. one actually ended up being weird, but as far as the difference between running back and wide receiver, still having a stud running back, if you had a Saquon, if you had a, uh, an Austin Eckler, if you had uh, a Nick Chubb that definitely helped you. There's no question about it. Having that locked and loaded position. It wasn't so easy to stream it. And um, receiver actually sort of was easy to stream, right? Because you could get a Gary Wilson. You could get a Wandale Robinson for the weeks. He was good. You Mm -hmm. know, excited to see him back next year, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So we have a lot to talk about as far as the future of fantasy. um, And we'll do that on upcoming episodes. But 
uh, we want to encourage all of you at home to play with us. We always talk about who we're picking. We want you to pick with us and you can do that at extrapoints.com slash arcade. Last week, Eddie and I both went three and three, but we had a pick them winner in Dan Phoenix who got all six, right? Um, you know, Harry might want to take some hints from you, Dan, because he went over six. So if you want a job, you know where to send your resume. Uh, prop quiz, quiz winner was Brian Ross, who got eight right. So congratulations to those guys. Brian Ross will get a gold hat. Dan Phoenix, I think it's a hundred bucks. Is that right? Yep. The yeah, pick them a uh, hundred bucks. The prop quiz, you got a gold extra points hat. And as far as like the season long picks, uh, if you want to be completely average and just waste your time, uh, follow Dave and I, uh, because we are exactly 125, 125 and eight. And apparently we've been sharing the same brain. I've been looking at our picks and like, we've been picking the same too. So just already are ready, Eddie, like what do you think it's like for me to realize I'm sharing a brain with Dave Damashek? I think that, I, I, mean, I, I think what happens is you know what that it's we, like in here. We usually record on Wednesdays. You're really meeting soup. I, I don't. <laughs> we usually record on Wednesdays, so <laughs> our our pod has to come out obviously for the waiver wires. Um, we our pod usually comes out Wednesday. The the pod that Dave Hench and I make our picks is Thursday. So I mean, oh, maybe Dave is listening and going. I'm going to copy off what Jen says. I mean, that's it's not doing very well for you, Dave, is it? Actually, Dave was way up at the beginning of the season and then I chipped my way back. But we are, uh, if you just want to be completely average, just wait, just paying juice. If all you want to do is write a check for the juice to the sports book, yeah. follow every single pick that Dave Damashek and I make uh, for the rest of the season. And we will just let you just, you know, have fun playing and, and pay for your pay the juice for your fees. Um, but uh, it looks like Hinch is back in first place. Yes. Is that yeah. correct? And I will say much easier to pick with way less games on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Can focus is. in more. I feel like I have a better grasp of all these teams. <laughs> it was, you know, wacky year for fantasy quarterbacks, wacky year for picks. Um, it was very, very strange. But, I also uh, want to say fun. for the record that when I bet, I don't bet every single game. I just bet the ones I feel confident about. Sure. So yes. I just want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, 129, 129, eight. So average. Um, so you guys are probably smarter than us and you should come play and win your $100. Uh, I'm excited about this weekend's games, Eddie. I'm excited for you. Congratulations again for your Giants. Congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. Thank um, you. Lots of exciting stuff ahead. And we've got some exciting stuff ahead too on the Extra Points Network. We do. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss an episode because we'll have more news dropping shortly. In the meantime, enjoy the football. Thank you.